Coming up on this week's show, it's the GRL preview as the blog tour wraps up with Ethan Day, and we look at the coming convention weekend with Jay from Joyfully Jay, who also has some book recommendations for us. Welcome to the Big Gay Fiction Podcast, the show for readers and writers of gay romance fiction. If you can read it, write it, watch it, or listen to it, these two guys are going to talk about it. Now, here are your hosts, Jeff Adams and Will Knauss. Welcome to episode number 54 of Jeff and Will's Big Gay Fiction Podcast. I'm Jeff from JeffAdamsWrites.com. And I'm Will from WillKnauss.com. Hello, sir. Hello. <sighs> Big things are in the works. Aren't they, though? <laughs> it's GRL week. It is. Everybody's going to start traveling. Some people have already started traveling. Yes. Uh, you may have seen on Facebook, uh, Ellie Franks and Morticia Knight. Uh, traveling across the country. Morticia drove down from the Pacific Northwest, picked up Ellie somewhere in the Bay Area, and they've been trekking east since maybe Thursday? Maybe? It's been a while. It's been a while. They've been driving a long time. <laughs> and they're Facebook living along the way. It's, it's, it's fun to watch. Mm -hmm. How are you doing this week? I'm fine. Awesome. Uh, it's been a busy week. Uh, all the way around, getting ready for GRL. Mm -hmm. And I've uh, been writing a little bit on Winger 2, but not quite as much as I want to, because been getting ready for GRL and all the accompanying things that come with being gone for like, you know, a week, basically. Yeah. So it's been a big week this week uh, for you, the show. You, uh, oh, yes. For the show itself. Yes. Uh, now uh, I see where you're going with this. <laughs> um, yeah, because I was done talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about the show. Enough about you. Um, so... As you may know, we had Joanna Penn back on the show uh, with episodes, I believe it was 44 and 45, that mm -hmm. she was here talking to authors uh, in our audience about successful author mindset and uh, how to be an author entrepreneur and some of the components of what that means. Uh, we knew Joanna was planning to pick up that interview and rerun it on her show, uh, which didn't get away from the surrealness of it when we heard it on her show uh, this past week for the episode that would have dropped on October 10th. Of her show. Uh, it was really weird hearing us there. Yeah. Um, yeah, interviewing her on her show. And then uh, we got a shout out because of that on the Selmore Book Show. Uh, which is a show that if you're not listening to it, you should be. Because there's always some great news there uh, from Brian Cohen and Jim Kukrell. Uh, so if you're listening to us because you caught our interview on either the Creative Pen or Selmore Book Show, uh, hi, welcome. We hope you like what we've got here um, and that you'll stick around for a while. And if you're an author in our audience, uh, we definitely recommend both the Creative Pen podcast and Selmore Book Show. Uh, we'll have links to those in the in the uh, show notes, but it's uh, thecreativepen.com and selmorebookshow.com. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's uh, important that we take time to welcome our possible new listeners uh, mm -hmm. and also, uh, say thank you to our current listeners. Yes. We, we appreciate them. We love them uh, for sticking with us for almost an entire year now. I know. It's crazy. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> if I do say so myself. <laughs> um, we also have a special little surprise for you. Uh, if you're listening to this on the day the podcast episode drops on Monday, yeah. you should have received... In your email inbox. Yeah. If you're on our list. Uh, that Yes. Let me preface this yeah. by saying, uh, if you're a devoted listener, you should be. 
<laughs> on our mailing list. Yes. Uh, and if you are currently on our mailing list, today you would have received a special little surprise. Yes. Uh, we have we are introducing for the very first time Big Gay Fiction Podcast coloring pages, mm-hmm. which we're holding up right now. If you're on the video, we had one done of the logo. Which, of course, you can now color in all kinds of fanciful rainbow ways. And we also had uh, Bob Glasscock hold up your logo. They get to see what logo you did. Uh, We also had our friend Bob Glasscock uh, do an illustration of us hosting the show. So you get to color us as well. Uh, Going forward, if you join our mailing list, you will get uh, these coloring pages. So you can join the list going to BigGayFiction.com. BigGayFictionPodcast.com. And uh, doing the mailing list sign up that's on the front page. Uh, it's also in the top right of every show notes page. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you sign up, confirm your email address, you'll get the coloring pages delivered to your inbox. Or at least the link that you can actually go download them mm-hmm. um, from. Uh, in addition, you'll notice on the website there's now a gallery page that's available. Uh, our coloring's up there. Bob actually colored in the one that he drew of us. Uh, and you can see those in the gallery. And we'd love to add yours to the gallery, too. So after you color, take a picture of it on your phone, send it to us, or scan it and send it to us, Jeff and Will, at BigGayFictionPodcast.com. And we'll put it up on the uh, gallery page. Yeah. And some logos, we may take those and use them as the intro to the video. <laughs> that would be funny. Because that would be cute and adorable. <laughs> Yeah, so get your coloring on. Get out your markers, get out your pins, get out your crayons, and go crazy. Yeah. Um, and and big thanks to Bob uh, for illustrating us, mm-hmm. which is very cool. We talked to Bob back in episode 26. Uh, he's the creator of Casey at the Bat, which is, if you're not reading that comic series online, you should be. Yeah. Also, we'll have uh, coloring pages with us that you can color with us in person uh, at GRL. We will be at the... Um, Author Lounge. Uh, f- uh, at the fe- tra- we'll be at the featured blogger table That's, in the Author yeah, Lounge. That was the word I was looking for. And we'll be blogger. there uh, Thursday at 3 and Friday at 1 yeah. for an hour. And we'll have crayons and we'll have pages. And you can come color with us for a little bit. Yeah. So stop by and say hi if you're there. Yeah. All right. Uh, Thursday. Not only the first day of GRL, but it's also Spirit Day for this year. Uh, Will's all decked out in his purple for Spirit Day, uh, as opposed to me, who just went with GRL, because it's also the GRL episode. We're representing both. Uh, Spirit Day started in 2010 as a way to support uh, LGBTQ youth and take a stand against bullying. Uh, we encourage everyone to go purple for Spirit Day. We'll be wearing our purple at GRL. Uh, we encourage everyone to support their purple. Uh, if you go to glad.org slash spirit day, that's G-L-A-D-D dot org slash spirit day, they'll have an array of ways that you can convert your social media profile to purple with cover photos and uh, avatars and icons and all kinds of stuff so that you can show your support uh, for the anti-bullying initiative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good cause. Yes. Uh, as we mentioned at the top of the show, we are nearing our one-year anniversary of the podcast, uh, and we would love to know what you think. Those of uh, for those of you who have stuck with us that long <laughs> and put up with our uh, 
crazy uh, shenanigans and sh- uh, yeah. and oh, <laughs> all boy. that stuff. All the crazy stuff. We would like to know what have been your personal favorite moments on the show. Uh, you can tell us at BigAFictionPodcast.com. Go to the show notes for this particular episode and drop in a comment. Let us know what you think, uh, what you have loved in the past year, uh, or what, well, I suppose... We can take a little bit of criticism. Absolutely. A, li- and, a little bit. Not a lot, but a And little. even tell us what you might like to see in the year going forward. Uh, de- most definitely. Uh, if there's something that um, uh, you'd like to see or something uh, that we're not addressing, uh, let us know. Um, we'll see what we can work uh, into the new year. Yeah. And thanks to the folks who've already left uh, comments, because we've seen comments uh, from episode 53 already. Mm-hmm. They've started coming in, and we appreciate it. Time now for the GRL Guest Author Spotlight. We're happy to welcome Ethan Day to the podcast as part of the official 2016 GRL blog tour. Ethan is a gay man living in Missouri and admits it's very unchic, but it was where he was born and it's where he had stayed. He's currently single, but always looking for that special someone to make his heart skip a beat. He says the worst thing about being a romance writer is finding a real-life hottie that can live up to the fantasy he creates in his head. Ethan's scholastic laziness paid off with a creative writing course where he found an outlet for all the fantasies running amok in his head. It was love at first write, and he's been doing it ever since. Thanks for being with us, Ethan. Thank you for having me. So, we've got your writer hat on, because in case people don't know, you're also also one of the uh, co-creators and primary forces behind GRL. Um, But with your writer hat on, tell us what you're working on right now. Um, well, I am about halfway into um, the first book in a new series titled Welcome to Meteor Springs. Um, I've got maybe three or four book- books planned thus far in the series, you know, kind of depending upon how the first one is received, obviously. Um, so it's, I'm hoping to have this book completed by the end of the year. So hopefully the first part of next year we'll get it real, you know, through editing and release and whatnot. Um, it's not a straight-up rom-com like I'm probably most known for. Um, but there's definitely some funny to go along with the serious in the book. Um, it's kind of set in uh, the town of Meteor Springs, which uh, is kind of located along the Missouri-Arkansas border. Uh, it's a Victorian resort village. It's kind of loosely based off Eureka Springs, Arkansas. Um, that was kind of my inspiration for it anyway. Um, but it's kind of nestled into the Ozark Mountains, um, population is kind of under 3,000, but it's a tourist city. So, you know, any given month, you can have 50,000 people coming through. Um, so that, you know, gives a lot of, um, a big cast of char- potential characters, you know, moving forward for a series. Um, so it is kind of a genre mashup. Uh, there's a bit of a sci-fi alien aspect to it. There's, um, meteorites that, had fallen uh, across the area back in the late 1700s. It's also kind of what drew the sort of Wiccan witches, magical realism aspect of the characters that, that populate the area. They were kind of drawn to that area from that meteor shower and kind of settled the town and whatnot. Um, and then there's, of course, like a mystery murder aspect. Um, the, the meteorites are kind of considered inert, um, but they're obviously not of this planet, and uh, every 70-some-odd years, they kind of set off a series of light pulses, and no one knows why or what that does or means. Um, but the most recent one that went off kind of uh, 
uh, set off a, a rash of kind of grisly murders. So there's we've got that going on there, and it's kind of uh, I don't know the main character is Jonah March. He's kind of a college freshman. He had to kind of leave the his freshman year in mid semester due to a bad breakup. Um, he's always been a bit of an introvert. His dad was a high school drama uh, musical theater teacher, so his dad was actually more popular at high school than he was. So that's kind of his his mentality, his lot in life. Um, and then there's uh, kind of two new brothers that have moved to town that are, um, they're, you know, the town's small, it's, everyone knows everyone, so they're naturally suspicious of outsiders that, you know, try to settle there. Uh, they're, you know, very welcoming and, and kind to all the tourism that are coming in and bringing in their money, but anyone that tries to settle there, they're a little leery of. And there's, these two brothers are sort of the long-lost grandsons to a recently deceased uh, gentleman who owned one of the larger antique stores in town. So they've moved there to kind of take over that uh, business, and that's kind of how they get into the town. But uh, the two brothers, they're kind of different. One, the younger one is Rick, and he's kind of a man whore and he's you know all about ego and he doesn't exactly uh help ingratiate he and his brother to the town uh, and then the older one is um sort of the love interest for jonah and so the book is them coming together and incidents that take place that kind of bring them into this soul-fated love relationship that they have so there's kind of a lot going on there what was your inspiration for that? Because that's a that's a huge mashup with all that with everything that you listed out there. Yeah, it's it's kind of odd. Um, I've always had this sort of, um, I guess it's always been a guilty pleasure of mine the the WB slash CW television shows. <laughs> um, you know, even stuff like Dawson's Creek and Popular and sure, you know, that and Vampire Diaries and Roswell and The Secret Circle, all that kind of stuff. The the love stories there, but also, you know, those friendships um, that are so important that kind of tie this, everything else that's going on, all the drama and the dramedy um, that's going on, that kind of weight that down. Uh, that was kind of the inspiration, you know, a lot of characters, a lot of different stuff going on, but all kind of centered around that core group of people who sort of anchor the story. And hopefully, even with all the fantastic stuff that's going on, it will feel real and like real people and... Mm-hmm. And it sounds like potentially, I mean, you you mentioned you had four mapped out, that it could go further than that if it catches on. Yeah, I definitely have three solid mapped out, and then a potential idea for a fourth, maybe even a fifth, if it if it goes over well, obviously. If no one wants to read it, then, uh, you know, it'll probably stop here. <laughs> there you go. Let's talk about your writing process a little bit. Something like, like Meteor Springs must be plotted out to a huge degree because of the potential for the series and just all of the supernatural going on. Yeah, I sort of rely on both, you know, plotting and panting. Um, the rom-coms, those I kind of typically, I, you know, once I really create my character and I know who they are, I just sit down and start writing. Um, and a lot of times with the rom-coms, you know, I don't know if this is appropriate or not, but for me when I'm writing them, the love story is the plot. You know, that's kind of how I approach those books. Um, 
but yeah, with things like Token of Time and Meteor Strings and uh, even uh, Catch a Fox, which I co-wrote with Jeff, those are plotted down to the the last little detail. Um, you know, and even then, you you get the whole thing written, and then you're reading through it, and you find more stuff that you have to you know add in. But um, yeah, so I, I don't really have a set thing. Um, I do. Especially first person, I, I prefer to just start writing and let it go. And mm-hmm. most of my early books, like As You Are and Snowho, Snowho I wrote in a month. Then um, the sequel, Life Infusion, I think I two months I wrote that book. It took me to write that book. And then Token, I spent years writing that book, going back and you know not continuously obviously, but um, you know I'd write some, leave it, come back, and and Meteor Springs is kind of like that as well. I think. Um, I originally kind of got the idea and did a plot, a basic plot out for that book back in 2012. Oh, wow. So It's been good for a while. Yeah. And even Fox with Jeff and I, we I think we talked about that book for well over a year before we even started plotting. Um, so that took two and a half years, I think, from the time that we first decided to start writing something. And, you know, it helped that GRL was, it was right after New Orleans GRL when we decided to do that so we had that backdrop fresh in our minds mm-hmm. um, and that helped as far as the setting goes but yeah it's a little bit of everything kind of thrown in there keeps it interesting yeah <laughs> now we mentioned at the top of the of the interview that you're one of the you know main producers of GRL so at GRL you're wearing all these hats because you're there as an author you're there as a publisher for Wild City Press and you are a producer of GRL. How do you make it through all of that in a single weekend? Well, I mean, a lot of the... With the actual the GRL portion of it, you know, we do so much beforehand that, you know, if we do our job and we've got everything prepped really well, things run pretty smoothly. Uh, and obviously, I'm not solely doing GRL by myself. Sure. You know, there are three other organizers who bust their butts to kind of make sure everything runs the way it does. Um, both before and once we get there. Um, and, you know, on top of that, it's you know, one of the really kind of incredible things for me ever since we started doing GRL was the amount of people who want to volunteer to help do stuff there. It's things as simple as helping move chairs and tables around. Um, you know, maybe... Maybe it's that way at other conferences that I don't organize and I just don't see it. But, you know, for, for my own experience, it's that's been really amazing because it's, it's not people who are like, okay, I'm willing to pitch in. It's people who are like, what can I do? I, I, I would love to help you. You know, whatever it is, I'll do it. So that part's been really amazing um, to have so many people being so willing to just give their time like that. And that's, you know, readers and authors alike that do that. Um, so that makes the GRL portion of it pretty easy. Um, you know, there's still a lot of running around to go and check, and I feel like a little blur sometimes as I'm walking back and forth along hallways trying to do silly stuff like make sure microphones are working or if they're not working, and, you know, trying to find Randy or someone who actually knows how to fix that stuff <laughs> because I don't. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, uh, it's well worth it. And, Again, we, we tend to get everything planned to the extent that once we're there, it's not so massively time-consuming that we don't have time to, you know, socialize and talk to people as well. Um, and Wild City is kind of the same thing. I mean, we, 
we have uh, a lot of help there with you know the authors that help sit behind the table, and we usually have one person that kind of comes to be there behind the book selling table and handle that portion of things, and that alleviates me from having you know getting tied down back there. Um, and then the author part is obviously, you know, anytime I'm not doing anything else, I'm trying to be out there meeting people and socializing as much as possible. Um, you know, I do seem to inevitably, it kills me every year when the um, surveys come in, you know, there's always one person who says, I really wanted to meet Ethan, but he was always running around. And so that kind of stuff kills me. And I mm. do my best to try to to make sure I, I don't miss people, but I, inevitably it happens. And, and even people who I've, you know, who've been come every year, sometimes I don't, like last year, Lisa from The Novel Approach, I barely saw her the whole weekend. And so that sucked. When I got home, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> it's been talking to Lisa. It's over uh, already. <laughs> stuff like that, yeah. Um, but it's, you know, it is what it is. And I think it's well worth doing. You know, I've been to other conferences that are, you know, romance inclusive, you know, had, you know, everything under the sun, um, you know, and they're definitely more inclusive to the gay than they have been historically now. Um, but, you know, I, I think there's just something special about GRL where, you know, you don't have to turn around and see one or two people kind of sneering at you like, oh, you write that or you read that. You know, you don't have to deal with that there. There's it's kind of an openness mm -hmm. um, that I don't think you necessarily get everywhere else. And, you know, I think it's still important that we have something out there that is purely there to promote gay or MM romance. It's, I think it's needed, unfortunately. Um, you know, if the Trump campaign has taught us anything at this point, is that there's plenty of people who are out there that still love to hate. Mm -hmm. So I think that still makes what we do at DRL relevant. Absolutely. So what are you looking forward to specifically with GRL this year? And I'll preempt you by saying you can't say it's because you can drive. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is true. But um, yeah, probably the same as everybody. You know, I enjoy seeing everyone that we see every year. Uh, we do have that core group of people who have been every year or nearly every year, and they keep coming back and coming back because it's like friends and family. Um, but then, you know, again, I get excited by the people who've never been before. Um, and there always are people who have never been before. Uh, last year in San Diego, I think every time I turned around, I was talking to someone who had never attended. Uh, at that point. So, I mean, that was really fun and it allows me to, again, experience the retreat almost as if I've, you know, it kind of takes me back to that first year in New Orleans when uh, no one knew what the hell was going on and we were all there and having a warm, fuzzy love fest. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, and that's probably what everyone says is, you know, seeing old friends and meeting those new people. Um, but that is kind of the best part, I think. Um, beyond the parties and, you know, all that other stuff, um, the book readings, it's just finding time to chat with people um, and talk about books and life and anything else anyone wants to talk about. <laughs> yeah, it is always the best part, talking, especially talking about books. I don't, whether it's with an author or with a reader or whoever, it's just, you get those three or four days that it's all about books. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Books so and What's the best way for people to keep up with you online? 
Um, probably, you know, there's always my website, um, which is up to date, shockingly. Um, of course, I haven't released anything in a while, so it's easy to keep up to date. Um, and then probably Facebook. I'm on Facebook a lot, probably more than anything else. I have Twitter, but my Twitter's kind of tied to my Facebook, so when I post on Facebook, I post on Twitter. So. Um, I don't spend too much time on Twitter, but um, that's pretty much it. Okay. Well, we'll look up. Obviously. Well, yes, that's that's a, that's the easy way to find you for four days because you're right there. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, we'll link up to that and all your books in the show notes for this episode. And we thank you so much for being with us. And we'll see you in just a couple of weeks. Yes, you will. <laughs> you can follow the GRL blog tour by going to gayromlit.com/slash/2016blogtour. <laughs> As you know, the Big Gay Fiction Podcast has teamed up with the authors we're hosting on the GRL blog tour for a giveaway of a 7-inch fire tablet, which is loaded with books from those authors. In addition, I've put books in alongside uh, our friends at Wild City Press. And as you heard in that interview, Ethan is the one of the owners of Wild City Press. Uh, he's put a package in for all the authors of theirs who are going to GRL. It's a huge package of books, more than 80 books, plus the tablet. See the raffle copper on episode 54 show notes to enter. The BGRL Blog Tour giveaway runs through this coming Sunday, October 23rd. That means this is the last time I've read this on the podcast. <laughs> it's amazing that we started this 20 weeks ago. It does it, not feel like 20 weeks have gone by. Time kind of flies in a weird way, yeah. Now, there's one more word of the week that you could use this week to gain your extra entries. What would that be? This week's very special and very last <laughs> word of the week is finished. Ta-da! <laughs> F-I-N-I-S-H-E-D. Finished. That means we are finished with all of our uh, GRL uh, participating blog tour duties. Yes. So, if you would like some extra special bonus entries to the extra super fantastic Rafflecopter, use this word's, uh, this week's word, Finished. finished. <laughs> Uh, absolutely. Uh, I will announce the winner, uh, to the giveaway in episode 56 coming up in two weeks. Now coming up this Wednesday, we are going to be hopping on an airplane and flying off to Kansas city to go to gay rumlet. See, I spell, I said it all, 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 all all together. Sorry. Yeah. As if you weren't already aware, we are going to be at GRL, (laughs) (laughs) um, in Kansas city and, um, what are you looking forward to? Well, actually, before we get to that, um, let's talk about where we will be when yes. during uh, this very special weekend. Indeed. So, as we mentioned for the podcast, you will find us at the featured blogger table with coloring pages in hand and crayons uh, Thursday at 3 and Friday at 1. Um, and, of course, those are all central times for Kansas, so you won't have to convert those times when you're standing in the uh, hotel. Uh, as for myself, uh, doing author activities, I'll be in the author lounge, uh, and that's got to be wrong what I wrote there, because I can't be at the blogger table and the author lounge at the same time. I think it's Thursday at 4, actually, and Friday at 11, because uh, it's right before we're in the lounge together, or after. It's one of the two. Sorry. Uh, storyteller series with Wade Kelly and Angel Martinez on uh, Thursday at 1.30, we will be talking about how to, how what the research that we put into our books. Uh, so we're each picking a book uh, from our lists, 
and talking about the research we had to do, whether it's for certain character types or plot devices or building a world uh, for sci-fi. Um, we'll be diving into that. We've got prizes there. We'll have Q&A. We'll probably be doing some readings. I think somebody's making cupcakes. Uh, it's bound to be a good time, so come see us. Uh, there's also Daring Author Trivia, which is part of the Fun and Craft Fair on Friday at 4. Uh, I'm participating with 10 other authors. Uh, we'll also have somebody hosting our game show. It's going to be a little bit Jeopardy, a little bit Truth or Dare. Tons of prizes. We've got, we've got a tablet loaded with books uh, for the grand prize for that. We've got gift cards and signed books and all kinds of goodies. Somebody's bringing a gift basket from Canada. Um it's bound to be a great time. So come see us at that on Friday at 4. And then, of course, there's the big book signing uh, Saturday at 1 uh, for all the featured authors. Uh, and I'll be there for that, too. Uh, something I'll be kind of handing out little bits at a time along the way. I've got special uh, hat trick foam hockey pucks. I only have 22 of them. So I'll be parsing them out between the author lounge and the storyteller series and the book signing. So if you want a hat trick puck, uh, see me at one of those and first come first serve on that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a really, uh, amazing weekend. Uh, we have been perusing the schedule, not just the stuff that we ourselves are, uh, in personally involved in, mm -hmm. uh, there's other stuff that we want to go do and see. Um, specifically, I think, when it comes to GRL, uh, since we're kind of old hats at this now. Yeah, this is our fifth, <laughs> I think. Since we've done this a couple of times. Um, uh, it, when it comes to all of the events and programming at GRL, um, it kind of depends on the layout of the hotel. Mm. I, think, I think getting to experience as much as you'd like... Uh, can sometimes depend on where all the events are located. For instance, in Albuquerque, all of the events were uh, in the conference uh, area at the Hard Rock Hotel. Mm -hmm. uh, and they were all kind of like centrally located in, in one spot. So it made made it easier to like jump from one event to another, to a reading, to a Q&A, you know, whatever you felt like doing. Uh, and you could experience a lot more. Last year in San Diego, uh, the various events were in different rooms and places uh, throughout the resort, which mm -hmm. made it a little bit harder to kind of hopscotch between things. Um, I know I certainly didn't end up doing uh, uh, as much as I normally would have last year. I kind of just sort of stayed. <laughs> I got a little bit, let's face it, I got a little lazy. I kind of stayed in one spot and just sort of just hung out. And Whatever you know, event was happening, you just kind of stayed yeah, there. Yeah, I just went with it yeah. <laughs> last year. Um, this year, it looks like most of the events are uh, centrally located in the conference center of the hotel. Mm -hmm. So it should hopefully make it easier to uh, experience a lot more. Uh, I am personally looking forward to, out of everything, um, I definitely want to go see the author reading on Friday morning um, featuring Dean French, Devin McCormick, and friend of the podcast, Christian Baines. I think that'll be uh, very entertaining. Mm -hmm. uh, mostly because I follow Devin McCormick 
uh, online, and I sort of stalk him through social media. And he is absolutely filthy in the most hilarious way possible. So <laughs> I, I know this particular event is probably going to be bonkers. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, how about you? I've got a few things I'm interested in. Um, there's a storyteller spotlight uh, for Book Boyfriend Bingo uh, with Z.A. Maxfield and Jordan L. Hawk, who are just two of my most favorite people. Awesome people. Uh, Thursday at 3.30. And as you know from my schedule, I'm, I'm in an author lounge mm-hmm. at that time. So I may not get to go to that, but I'm going to try and maybe sneak in a little bit if I can get in before, you know, a little early and watch a little bit or get in on the end and see some of that. There's a, uh, another storyteller spotlight on scripting series. Mm-hmm. with uh, Jordan Castile-Price, K.A. Mitchell, and Felice Stevens, which I think would be very interesting. And I didn't write down the time on that. It's on, uh, I believe, on Friday. Um, there's Bingo Friday Night, uh, which actually is benefiting a charity. And I'm, I'm interested to go to that, go play a little bingo and, and see what's happening. That should be fun. And uh, I think Saturday, Somewhere Over the Rainbow costume party will be kind of fun. It's going to be great to see what everybody puts together for their Over the Rainbow costume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, should be should be a good time. Because there's been some chitter-chatter of some pretty spectacular things <laughs> in the works that, that I've seen kind of roll around on Facebook a little bit. Uh, of course, we'll try to bring you, the podcast listener and viewer, some stuff as we go uh, at GRL. Uh, we're trying to do some Facebook Live or at least record some videos that we'll upload uh, straight onto Facebook if we're not in a spot where we can do a successful live recording. Yeah. Um, so keep an eye on the Facebook page, uh, Wednesday through Sunday next week and, uh, see what we put up there. It's facebook.com slash big gay fiction podcast. And if you like it, uh, it should, uh, roll, you'll have a better chance of it rolling through your feed or you can just drop it on the page occasionally and see what we've updated. Mm -hmm. Now we are attending GRL as featured bloggers. Uh, one of the good friends of the podcast, Jay from Joyfully Jay, will also be attending GRL as a featured blogger. Uh, she's got some great stuff coming up, and we spoke to her recently. Yes. So we've got Jay from Joyfully Jay back with us. Hi, Jay. Hi, how are you guys? Good. So we're coming up on GRL. It's just days away as the podcast comes out on yes. Monday. Uh, what are you looking forward to in Kansas City? Um. Well, you know, GRL is one of my favorite conferences, and this is going to be my fifth one. So I feel like at this point, the number one thing that I love about GRL is just reconnecting with people, seeing friends that I see only once a year, um, connecting with the community, getting a chance to hang out. Um, I think over time, it's become less about the panels and more about the people and just the chance to, um, that community of people that I talk to time online and on the blog and that getting a chance to see them and meet them and talk to everybody. Yeah, I would actually agree with that too. The more that I go to, the the less it is about maybe sitting in a specific panel and just talking to everybody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, I still go to the sessions and I find this at other conferences too, at RT and at other things, but I feel like what really makes the event special and memorable and when I think back, um, like I said, this is my fifth one, when I think back to sort of the series of um, events that I've gone to, what I really remember the most is um, the people that I see, who I hung out with, the things that we did, sort of the special um, times that we had. Um, those seem to be the, the things that really stick when I think back over the event. So that's my favorite part of everything. Is there a specific panel that you're kind of jazzed about this year as you've looked at the schedule? 
Yeah, I'm honoring some of them. So there's a few things that I would have gone to that are different at times that um, I am otherwise occupied. But um, I saw that there was something with Jordan Hawkins, EA Maxfield, that I'm really interested in. Um, N.R. Walker is doing a session on, um, I, think it's, I think it's on books setting internationally. And so I'm really interested in that one because um, she hasn't been to GRL before, I don't believe. And so I'm really interested to meet her and um, the other people that are on her panel. So, um, yeah, so there's some sessions I'm really excited about. For me, honestly, my favorite parts are always the nighttime events. I like the sort of fun of dressing up and the parties and the dancing. And I drag my weary middle-aged body out there. Um, and, you know, have some fun and get to do things that I don't do in my normal suburban mom life. So um, for me, I tend to really like the nighttime events. It actually sounds like there's a lot of really cool stuff this year. Um, there's a bingo for charity night, which should be fun. I love sing along drive in movie, which I'm really excited about because I could practically like recite the movie, you know, word for word. Um, and a bunch of dancing, and then the Over the Rainbow Party I'm really excited about. We, uh, I have a group, and we're doing a big Wizard of Oz-themed costume stuff. So I am uh, finally have my costume together, so I'm really excited about that. Oh, can't wait to see that. Yes, it should be fun. And you mentioned you're moderating some panels, too, I believe. What, where can people find you for if they want to see you do the moderation thing? Uh, yes, I am all over. I am moderating three Q&As. I believe, hold on, I should probably tell you. I'm doing Thursday, I'm doing the 1.30 and the 2.30 panel, so I'll be moderating those Q&As. Um, and Friday, there is a 2 o'clock panel that I'm also moderating. Um, and then, if anybody doesn't catch that or doesn't see me wandering the halls, um, I participating in two of the author blogger lounges and now I'm not going to remember what time I'm there but if you have the guidebook app and you uh, look at the lounges the bloggers are listed and I think I have one on Thursday and one on Friday and if you just look at me and click on my blog then you'll see all the, um, the two lounges that I'm at so I'm excited about that because we haven't had that in the past for the featured bloggers and I think that it's going to be nice to have a chance to um, meet people face to face. I mean, people always, I have a chance to meet people just wandering up and down the halls and going to panels. And please, if you see me, say hi. Um, but I think this will be nice because this is a chance to actually sit and have some concentrated time just to talk to readers. Um, and I've got fun swag and I'm actually doing a um, raffle. I knit a um, rainbow cowl, which actually, hold on one second. I have it. I can hold it up. Um, rainbow cowl there. Oh, that's that I pretty. knit. Um, that I'm going to be raffling off at um, GRL. So I'll have raffle, you know, little entry slips at my table at the blogger lounges, and I will also just carry them around with me. So if you see me and you don't make it to the lounge and you want to enter, grab me, and I'll give you a little slip because um, I want to give it away before I go. I thought it would be fun to combine my love of knitting and love of GRL in one big whatever. So anyway, it's cute. It is cute. I like it. Men or women, unisex. Unisize. I may have to get a slip from you. <laughs> yes, enter, enter, get. So, of course, while you're here, we wanted to talk about what we always get to talk to you about. What are your book recommendations for the fall? All right, so uh, I'm reading some fun stuff. Right now, I'm actually in the middle, so I can't give you my 100% endorsement because I haven't finished the end. You know, everyone could die at the end, who knows? But um, I'm currently reading um, 
Soldier Scoundrel by Cat Sebastian, which is a book that actually came out a little bit ago, and I just got it and had a chance to start it. And um, I'm really enjoying it. It's a historical um, between the scoundrel, who is a guy that I would sort of call him a fixer. Um, people hire him to solve problems. Um, you know, women who have, you know, abusive husbands or tradesmen who aren't getting paid. Basically, anybody who's being screwed over by a gentleman, he can uh, take the case. So um, they have him paired with a um, soldier recently back from war who is a gentleman of the town. And they get involved through a case of the um, man's sister. Um, and so it's sort of almost a little bit of a mystery case in that they're trying to investigate um, a case that's been brought to them, but um, also a romance. And I'm really enjoying that and super excited because um, this is a book from Avon, which is not a publisher that traditionally does GBLT romance. So I think this actually might be their first story or one of the first. And so I'm really excited to see a big mainstream publisher that is venturing into um, you know, gay romance. And I've been told by them that they have more stuff coming. So I think this is really exciting. And my review for this will actually be out later in the week. So after this podcast airs. Okay. Um, two other things I really have recently read and enjoyed. Um, Hex Maker by Jordan Hawk. I loved Jordan Hawk. I read 19 of her books. Basically every single thing that she had published. So um, this one comes out on October 14th. So it will be out by the time this airs. I actually ran my review a little while ago. But this is part of her um, Hex World series about um, witches for the Metropolitan Witch Police and their um, animal shifter familiars. And I loved this story, gave it five stars. So if you haven't checked out the series at all, definitely um, search the blog, you can get that review. Um, or I can give you the link if people want to go right to it. Um, excellent, my favorite of the series, but I'm really loving the series. Um, and then something else fun I read, and I'm not gonna tell you, I'll give you the link for this as well, if the review is already up, but um, Slave Hunt by J.A. Rock, which if people read the Subs Club series was originally um, four books following four friends and then their ultimate partners um, across the stories. And this was sort of a surprise bonus book. But what's really interesting about it is it is, the premise is that there is a um, slave hunt, a master slave hunt, and all the people from the various stories are going. So they're all in one place over this two hour period. But What's really interesting is that it is a, in that um, the four main subs plus their partners plus a couple other people. And as, as the chapters, it keeps switching point. It would actually be called mess to read. But I was so impressed by the way it, um, it totally works. And you just go from one person to the next. And it's just a really masterful writing, I think, in the way that it's all um, put together. So this is really fun. And if you read the series, you definitely don't want to miss this because this is sort of a fun cap um, on the series and getting a chance to see them all, you know, with their normal wacky hijinks and catch up on all the characters. So that one was also super fun. That's cool. We'll link up to the reviews that you've got, plus give links so that people yeah. can pick up those books in the show notes as well. Yes. 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 And I'll definitely give you the, um, I'll give you the times that um, I know I just sort of read them off and I think I got them right, but I'll send you the times as well if you want to um, put those up there if people want to keep their eye out for me. Absolutely. Um, at Absolutely, because we'll be certainly keeping an eye out for you because we always love writing oh, into you at GRL. I know, I'm excited to see you guys. It's the only time in the I'm year excited. we get to see you in person. 
I know, I know. I feel like now it's like I see people at GRL, and now that we're getting more people at RT, I sometimes see people at RT and other things, but so year flies by, and other times it seems like it's so long um, in between getting to see everybody, so I'm really excited about yeah. that. Well, we thank you for joining us to give us a little preview as well as some book recs, and uh, Will and I will see you in a, in a few days. Great. Thanks. It was great to be here. So as always, we thank Jay for stopping by, and it was it was great to not only hear what she's looking forward to at GRL, but also to get some book recommendations uh, for the fall for the fall as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and all those are linked up in the show notes, uh, both how to get them at Amazon, as well as uh, for the couple books that have already been reviewed at Joyfully Jay. The links to those uh, inter- those reviews. Uh, to clarify, Jay's. Uh, Times that she's going to be doing stuff. She's Q, She's doing moderating of Q and A's Thursday at 1.30, Thursday at 2.30, and Friday at 2. And she'll be in the Author Blogger Lounge uh, Thursday at 12 and Friday at 11. Just wanted to clarify that because she sent them to us after the interview just to make sure we got them right. Yeah, so stop by and say hi to Jay. Absolutely. And and register to win that rainbow cowl. Uh, if you didn't watch on the video feed, it's gorgeous. And uh, you might want to pick that up if you, especially if you live in a wintry area. <laughs> um, also, wanted to mention one last thing because I, I left this out uh, of what I was doing. Uh, make sure you track me down wherever you want at GRL and give me your email address. I'm giving away a fire tablet that's loaded with all of my books. Um, all you have to do to win is give me your email email address, whether you want to input it into my phone or my tablet that I've got with me. And uh, I'll be doing the drawing for that late Saturday night uh, whenever I decide to go back to the room and am done with the costume party and uh, send out the email to the winner so they can get their tablet before they leave on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we'll announce that winner, too, on the podcast in episode 56. Mm -hmm. So while we're traveling next week, we still have a really good episode coming up. Yes, for episode indeed. 55. Mm-hmm. Uh, on October 28th, uh, T.J. Clune releases his fifth book of the year. Can you believe that? Five books in a year? He's a busy boy. He's a busy guy. <laughs> uh, his latest book is called Murmuration, uh, and it's pretty highly anticipated. It's already hit the bestseller lists while it's been in pre-order. And we've got an interview with him talking about that book and what it's like for him to now be a full-time author uh, coming up in episode 55. Mm, that'll be fun. And you... Uh, you lucky duck, you. You grabbed a hold of, uh, managed to get a hold of a copy of Murmuration. I did. There, I didn't know this when I got it, but uh, the arcs for that are in short supply uh, because they want to keep the mystery out there and not run the risk of spoilers. I could tell you now, you want to pre-order that book. It's so good. <laughs> so we'll hear from TJ in episode 55, and you'll also, I'm sure have a review of the book then i'll elaborate a little bit more although it's going to be really hard to decide what to say because i completely agree with uh tj that uh that book is best experienced without knowing too much uh because it's 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 what it's definitely one of the best books i've read in 2016 oh absolutely good yeah so we'll have a lot more on that uh coming up next week so if you're at grl uh, make sure you say hi to us. Uh, if you're not at GRL, we'll try to bring you a little of the GRL experience. And uh, we'll see you back here for 55 next week. Okay, see you next time, guys. Thank you for listening to Jeff and Will's Big Gay Fiction Podcast. New episodes are available every Monday at iTunes and other major podcast outlets. While there, subscribe to the show and please consider leaving a review. 
For detailed show notes, links, and to sign up for the monthly newsletter, visit BigGayFictionPodcast.com. Bye.